Hey, hey, welcome back to the Karina Talks Too Much podcast. You're on episode 12, and we are talking with mad money manifester Yolanda Byron. She's got over 10 years' experience in building multiple six and seven figure businesses and skyrocketing sales. She's a total sweetheart. She does not just talk the talk, she truly walks it. Today, we're going to be talking all about how to manifest that mad money into our life, what we have to do to really open up our minds to stop our limiting beliefs and really get in there and get paid, ladies. So if you're ready for us, buckle up, Buttercup, because here we go. Welcome to the Karina Talks Too Much podcast. I'm your host, Karina Lanting, a holistic entrepreneur and gluten-free goddess swimming into your eardrums from the west coast of Canada. Heyo. So did you ever have a phrase that just kind of followed you around? Talks Too Much was on pretty much every report card I think I ever had, and I never really did see it as a bad thing, you know? Today I'm using my gift to talk too much about issues that are important to me and my community. The Karina Talks Too Much podcast is a place where women gather for inspiration, education, and to engage in the sisterhood of running wild into our greatness. Listen in on my conversations with inspiring guests where we share real talk discussions about issues that face women every day in life and business. We talk too much about our daily habits in health and wellness, our mentorships, and systems we use to rise up and get you excited about what your next steps could look like. So get inspired to run wild with your own goals by learning from my flossom guests on the show. That's right, flawless and awesome, I went there. And be sure to hang out with us online at all our favorite social hotspots. Warm up your coffee and tighten that top knot, boo-boo. Get ready to settle in for the next 30 minutes with me as I introduce you to your next best friend. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. I'm so excited to have money manifestation expert Yolanda on the show today. She is going to share some tips on how we, too, can manifest the money of our dreams. But first, let's say, hey, Yolanda. Hey, how are you? I'm so excited to have you here. I think this is a really important topic, especially uh, we have a lot of mompreneurs listening. Um, usually, that is a roadblock for a lot of us starting our own business or um, just you know having our own finances separate from our husband or our partners. So right. I'm excited to hear all about your stuff today. But how did you get started in this world? Well, um, it's kind of a long story, but I was a real estate agent manifesting the life of my dreams. I mean, I was, I was really, you know, climbing the rankings pretty quick. And, um, when my son turned 14, uh, we, you know, I mean, we hit a big, a big hump. He was, um, really depressed about a girl and attempted suicide And, um, you know, we kind of battled with, with all of the details that that included and, you know, including doctors and visits and therapists and things like that. And I just realized I needed to focus on him. And so I was, I was ready to step out of my career and, you know, for, for a woman that built that from the ground up, I mean, I know a lot of women can relate (laughs) that's your baby too. You know, your business is your baby too. And so it was really hard to step away. But of course, my son needed me most. And so during that time, 
not only was I facing, you know, trying to help him, but I was kind of battling my own depression, kind of going through all of this as well. Mm -hmm. And so I just dove really, really deep into self-discovery, personal growth, you know, more of my spirituality. And I just began to heal that way. And when I was doing that, I realized I wanted to help women do the same thing, you know, come out on the other side and see the light at the end of the tunnel. And but I knew that wasn't the time. Um, So now that we're kind of stable and more in the clear, um, got a good hold on things, I decided, you know what, I'm going to make this dream a reality. So I decided that I was going to do coaching with women. And when I was at a retreat recently um, for a Tony Robbins event, um, everybody just kept talking about how money was my superpower. So I was like, yeah, I mean, that is that is my superpower. And I didn't realize how many women struggled with with feeling worthy of money. Mm, That's the biggest struggle. I think I find in my business, I also help women um, start online businesses and leverage their lifestyle. And that is the biggest holdup is that they don't feel worth the Mm. money that they can potentially make or the dreams that they are imagining. They're keeping themselves small. Why do we do that? I think the biggest thing is we have these old stories, whatever we've experienced in the past with our family or ex-boyfriends or ex-husbands or whatever, we just have this story in our head of, okay, I'm not worthy of love because of this, or I'm not good enough for this. And then we equate that to who we can become in our business and how we can manifest more money into our lives. And that's just, I mean, it's, it's BS. It's, it's us living in our own story, in our own mess. Wow. That's heavy. So how do you get started with a client? They seek you out through your online services. Right. Yeah. So they, um, they reach out for a free discovery call on my website and, um, I just chat with them one-on-one about their goals and then I let them know what I can bring to the table. And during our first session, um, when a client signs up with me, I'm kind of giving my my goods away, but it's just so important for people mm-hmm. to know how big mindset is. Mm-hmm. So I have them start their first session with a piece of paper, a pen, a paper clip, and a string. And you know, they're like coming to the call. I'm like, hey, make sure you have this. They're like, what the heck? <laughs> And so essentially, I make them make a pendulum out of the paperclip and the string, and I have them draw a circle on their piece of paper, and I have them hold the um, the pendulum above the circle, and I tell them, okay, now focus on what if you could make that paperclip move clockwise. And of course, they see that it starts doing it, and I tell them, okay, now now think about stopping. And then I make them go the other way, counterclockwise. And then they're just blown away. And I'm like, okay, do you see how powerful your mind is? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I feel that's true in a lot of just motivation and mindset and affirmations is whatever you're telling yourself, you're going to believe it. So whether you're telling yourself negative self-talk or positive self-talk, your mind's going to take that and run with it. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And it's easier to convince ourselves, you know, of the negative negative things. Yeah. Weird. Why? So you started as a real estate um, broker, correct? Right. And you're not in that business at all anymore. You've walked away. You're totally in this world of money manifestation. How can people find you and work with you? 
Um, I'm on Instagram at Purpose on Point, and my website is onpointpurpose.com. Excellent. And you work with people one-to-one, right? This isn't a group uh, coaching program. This is direct one-to-one. Let me help you fix your issues, tissues. (laughs) Yeah, because, you know, I always tell people it's like a Monet painting. Like when you're when you're up close, you don't you don't see the portrait. You have to take a few steps back and then you can see the entire image. And so I feel like when we're caught up in our own mess, we don't realize, you know, the stories that we've convinced ourselves of. So working one-on-one with clients, I'm able to find their limiting beliefs by things that they say to me. And then that's when we start really breaking things down. Mm-hmm. And so the most common one you said is all about our limiting beliefs and what we believe. But what else is stopping us? Because I know that there's someone listening right now that's like, bitch, please, I am trying to hustle and make my money. And I only go so far. <laughs> And, you know, that's another thing is like the the forcing, you know, I'm a big believer in what's meant to be will be. But if, if you believe like, hey, this is meant for me and it's coming, you know, it'll be so much easier than forcing, forcing, forcing. Of course, you have to take action. I mean, that's that's where the hustle part comes in. You want to take action. You don't want to just sit on the couch and eat bonbons and wait for your clients or wait for this or that. Um, but you, you never, never want to force it because what's, what's coming for you is, is coming in a much, a much bigger way than you anticipated it. Well, and I feel like, especially if you have a social media presence or you're building a brand through these platforms, people smell that they see the desperation and the hustle more so than you want them to. They're not stupid. Oh yeah. And you know, the, the biggest part of that is just again, going back to believing yourself, but educating yourself on anything and everything that you can in your field so that you feel more confident with you. The more that you study, the more that you will feel confident and that that comes out. Well, for sure. And it even, I mean, depending on your business or services, that affects your rates. You can charge more when you know more. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So are you working mostly with small-time business owners? Are you working with small families? Who do you serve? I'm doing mostly the um, beginning entrepreneurs right now. Right. You know, and who wants to finally live the life of her dreams, who's ready to get unstuck and, you know, out of this pattern of running in circles. Totally. And we're running in circles, I feel like online all the time thinking we should be doing this and we should be doing that. And none of it, I feel like that I see is income producing activity, right? Oh, definitely. And so how can we sort of redirect to make sure that we stay on top of income producing activity? Is this more of like a time blocking issue? Where do we get stuck on that? So I think the biggest thing is comparison. You know, you're looking at so-and-so and and that they have this many followers and this many comments and this many this and that where, you know, I have a social media and I'm very active on my page, but I really tune out a lot of the other people. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, but if I start getting too much inside of my head, I'm going to hold myself back. So I think just kind of tuning into, you know, maybe maybe one or two people that you follow that you know will help your business grow and you just kind of mimic them. You know, success leaves clues, but again, just focusing on your own stuff and and yeah, time blocking is a huge thing. You know, I don't remember who said that quote, but the quote goes um the 
the event that you're, or the thing that you're trying to accomplish is going to take as long as you give it. So if you want to write, write a blog post and you tell yourself, okay, I only have 30 minutes to write this. Guess what? That blog post is going to be done in 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. So focusing on what you need to get done and what you know is going to attract your client, your ideal client. I think I want to circle back to what you said earlier about, you know, watching other people and the comparison syndrome or imposter syndrome that we, we did. It's inevitable was going to happen with the advent of social media. But what I kind of want to talk to is the fake it till you make it. And that is something that I feel like we hear a lot, like fake it till you make it. But at the end of the day, you still have to admit to yourself that you're faking it. And oh, what yeah. you're doing is not actually true to 100% yourself. So you could still put out that content just like so-and-so over there is doing the same and you're watching them and doing all these things, but you'll always be more successful when you're not faking it, right? Oh, definitely. And people pick up on that. They yeah. can realize, yeah. like people know, you know, who's making money and who's not. It's not just by what you say in your post. I mean, there's a vibe that comes with that. But the other thing with fake it till you make it is I feel when I'm vulnerable in my posts and I can admit when, you know, I messed up on something or I felt embarrassed by something. If, if I can admit that, that's when I get the most response to my posts. Like people start DMing me like crazy. Oh my God, I was just dealing with this. And you know, people don't want somebody who comes across as perfect. None of us are perfect. And I think if we came across as perfect, people would be intimidated by that anyways. They want somebody that they can relate to. So show us the real you. Totally. Preach. I'm constantly telling people to show the ugly of your real life because we are craving to see it. There's been oh, a, exactly. I feel like there's been a huge paradigm shift in the last even six months to a year on social where we don't want to see the beautifully curated grids and the perfectly spelled and grammatically perfect posts. We want to see the real. We don't want to see your highlight reel. We just want to see the real. Exactly. And I want to know, you know, if, if I'm looking for somebody who's going to, um, you know, teach me something, I'm looking for somebody that I feel is down to earth and that personality wise I can relate with. So, so back to money, quick questions. Um, where do you feel like we as millennials should be investing? Is that something that you tackle in your business? Is it something I'm just totally throwing you under the bus <laughs> with here? <laughs> I only so, bring this up because Pinterest just went public the other day. And uh -huh. so I had a bunch of people messaging me being like, did you buy stocks in Pinterest? Did you do this? What's going on? And uh, I just want to know your take on, on things like that. So, well, the funny thing is, of course, I, I was a real estate agent and I still have my, my license. Um, so I don't necessarily believe in um, investing in stocks only because I feel like I need something tangible. Mm -hmm. Show me what I own. I need to walk in and see what I own. And so I, um, after getting out of uh, being a real estate agent have begun flipping homes. And so I find people who are in distress. And I, when an economy goes bad, real estate is always there. Mm -hmm. it's, it's always going to hold some sort of value. And I feel like it's the safest investment. So I don't play too much in the stocks. You know, I have like my IRAs and things like that. But 
Um, tangible investments is something that I feel is important. And another way, um, kind of sidetracking is I also reinvest my money in, um, used clothing, used luxury items that I sell on Poshmark as well. Right. Because that is something that we all have and we can all make use of. Yes. It is. Well, and everybody's got to live somewhere and everybody's got to put clothes on their back Two pretty standards in life. Yeah. And you know, the crazy thing about that with, with, yes, I believe in education because I do feel that the more knowledge that you have, you know, the further that you can go. But also I feel like we're coming into an age where a college degree is not necessary to be successful anymore. Mm -hmm. And so investing in real estate is always, you know, real estate makes the most millionaires out of any other industry in in the world. I mean, real estate is where people are striking it rich. So yes, investing in property is, in my opinion, the best way to go. Mm-hmm. Well, and it is true what you say. I mean, I'm not discouraging um, a degree in masters. I'm currently working on one right now. But it is, we are entering into a world where our kids and our definitely our kids' kids probably won't need that university education for what it is that they aspire to because a lot of it nowadays can be outsourced to computers. That's going to go, I think, haywire in the next 20 years just in that front. But that's my own weird (laughs) – um. What are the what are those things called? Where you wear a tinfoil hat? Conspiracy theory. <laughs> I do have a little bit of one where we dehumanize too many systems. Then what's going to happen when those systems come right. collapse? But anywho, um, so many good little tidbits here. Are there any um, top tips that you want to share with our listeners here about how we can manifest money um, just with simple day to day changes? Because I feel like the most sustainable change comes from small daily changes. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, The biggest thing that I do is I wake up every morning and I say that I'm open to opportunities coming my way. And then I also kind of do like a, and I learned this next step from Amanda Francis. She says, who's going to pay me today? And so having that mindset of waking up and looking forward to your day and what's coming is so so important. Um, and then little things like being thankful for what you have now, that mm-hmm. is so key because if you are not thankful for what you have now, how are you going to be, you know, how, how can you bring more? You're never going to get there. You're never going to be exactly. thankful. Nothing's ever going to be enough. Exactly. And so, the, you know, you have to learn to be happy with where you are now because there's probably thousands of other people that would probably look at your situation and be like, man, I, you know, I wish I could be that. I wish I could have that. I wish I could do that. So gratitude and, and then also, um, you know, treating your money like, like, you know, like a friend, uh, you don't want to be scared of it. You don't want to have a negative feeling towards it. So working through those money blocks of where did I pick up, you know, having money is greedy or, you know, that maybe rich people are snooty or, you know, just any bad vibes that you have about money, just changing that. And one thing that I have always done since I was a little, little girl, no matter what I have in my bank account, I always pick up change on the road if I see it. Um, And so if you see a penny, pick it up and make sure that you're grateful for that penny. And it just changes everything. What are your thoughts on um, a lot of our money blocks coming from family unit? I mean, that must be 
the stem so, of a lot of it. Oh, that's, it's so huge, you know, and, and you can either go one way or the other. So you either grow up with a family that has negative feelings towards money and that ingrains in you and therefore you carry it on or they have negative feelings towards money and you go the opposite. Um, I, I grew up seeing my parents when they were trying to build a business struggle to pay bills and they would sit, my I remember my mom would sit at the kitchen table and call, you know, collectors and, and try and work out payments and this and that. And I remember telling myself, I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to struggle. Mm -hmm. And so I just rewired, you know, my, my brain to think, no, money is easy. It comes to me. It's going to work for me. I'm not working for my money. It's working for me. And that mentality probably helped you build your real estate business as well, right? You, you had that. Oh, definitely. Because I had no fear. You know, when you go in it with nothing to lose, it's like, I'm just putting it all out there. I'm, I'm just expecting it all to come to me. And naturally, it does. You know, of course, there's some other things that that go along with that. But your your mindset around receiving money, you really have to be ready to receive. Wow, so many great tips today. Thank you so much. One of the ways that I always end every single podcast is if you could pick between wine, cheese, uh, chocolate and avocados for the rest of your life, what would you pick and why? You selected wine. Let's hear it. Are you a red or a white? <laughs> I Yeah, I am red all the way. Have you um, ever done a wine tour or wine tasting or any of those fun things? I've never gone and I've always wanted oh, to. Oh, you have to. I do them all the time and they end up, you, you start out being, you know, really sophisticated. Like, oh, this tastes so amazing. And then by the end, you're just like, I don't know what I'm drinking, but it's great. <laughs> I'll take a box, wrap it up. <laughs> That's what my husband says. He says the second we're at our second or third winery, you're like, give it all, give me all of the oh, wine. <laughs> That's so fun. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. I have definitely learned a lot from you, Yolanda, and I'm sure that our listeners have too. So let's refresh them real quick where they can find you on Instagram at Purpose on Point. And your website is? On Purpose Point, on, on point purpose com. Got it. So you guys can find her there. She does one-to-one -one coaching and um, all kinds of good things. You actually had a program that you have just launched. Tell us a little bit about that before we go. Yeah. So um, it's called Kickstart Your Poshmark Side Hustle. And it's where, you know, I've been able to make thousands of dollars on the Poshmark app, which is um, where you can buy new and used clothing and sell it. And so I have a very affordable course teaching women how to make a side hustle out of that. And that will help, you know, fund your new, your new business venture or pay your car note or whatever you need it to do. And just keep with the ecological preservation of our world a little bit because the textile industry is the biggest polluter out there. Uh -oh. Definitely, definitely. Millions and millions of pounds of clothing go to the landfill every year. So this is an amazing service. You guys check it out. It's an awesome program that she's got. And everybody's got clothes sitting around that you can mm -hmm. move and make a little bit of money. So thank you so much, Yolanda, for being on the show today. And thank you guys you. check her mm -hmm. out on social. Go hang out with her. All righty. See you later. Psst. You still here? What do you think? Pretty good, right? Come on, you totally want to go stalk the Insta of my last guest, but like, if you're anything like me, you've forgotten their handle already. No worries, I got you. 
head over to my website and check out the show notes from this episode. There you'll find links to my guest social hubs, all our brilliant quotables from today, and recommendations to other inspired episodes just like this. Visit KarinaLansing.com, that's K-A-R-I-N-A-L-A-N-T-I-N-G, and there you're going to be hit with gluten-free info right off the get-go. Fair warned. From tried and true recipes, meal plans, and free programs, to personal care and nutritional recommendations. I focus on sharing only certified gluten-free and vegan stuff, so celiacs feel safe here. Shop direct from my site at retail prices or become a VIP and save 20 to 40% off the items you are already buying, like protein powder, energy drinks, mascara, or like an eye cream that is free of toxins but actually works. You know what I mean? Okay, now that I've got you all hyped up, go online shopping at my certified boutique at karinalenting.com. Or you can sign up for my weekly chat attack at the footer of my website. And you know what? I'm sure I'll be chirping in your ear another time soon here at the Karina Talks Too Much podcast. Now, go follow me and all my friends on all the things.